Welcome to The Greenhouse Effect. Our hope is that this podcast would be like a greenhouse to help you get unstuck and grow in your full potential because life ought to be fully lived. Hello, everybody. I am Steve Perkins, founder of Greenhouse Culture, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Tommy Thompson. Hello. So glad to be here. (laughs) Uh, We are really excited. You know, Tommy and I have been talking and having conversations for a couple of years now about everything related to personal growth and development and, and kind of really living your full potential. And so we decided, you know, why don't we throw a microphone in the middle and start sharing these conversations with, with everyone else? And other than the microphone, this is exciting to do. <laughs> so on this podcast, we're going to talk about a wide range of topics from, you know, personal growth and development to new ideas and new possibilities for your life and your career and your relationships. And then also just practical wisdom. You know, how can you really understand how you're wired and how can you live out your best self and your best impact in the world. And we decided in going at this that we'd always frame each episode with a key question. Uh, One of the things I think that we've learned just as we've grown over the years is that questions help provoke all sorts of uh, thoughts, growth, uh, inspirations. And so we wanted to introduce each episode with a question that might provoke conversation and hopefully some fresh ideas. Exactly. And we'll also rotate episodes between conversations around that question between us two and then also bringing in guests and interviewing them and hearing about their journey. Then a a final thing that we'll do in each episode is we'll end each episode with a very concrete, practical takeaway that we can all consider for how do we put this stuff into practice. You know, lots of talking about personal growth is always helpful, but if we don't learn how we can put it into practice, then it's nothing more than talk. Exactly. And, you know, I think you and I are both really big on ideas and action and need neither of them separately, but both together. So absolutely. today we're going to be just giving you a, a taste of what do we mean by the greenhouse effect? What, what, is, what is that talking about? What's the idea there? And so Tommy, for today's first inaugural episode, why don't you introduce the question? All right. So the question that we're asking today, normally you'll be asking a question and then we'll go back and forth on things. But uh, this episode, I get to ask the question. So (laughs) what is the greenhouse and where in the world did this idea come from? Just a good question. We're not talking about greenhouse gases or gardening or... Yeah, it's a good thing because it would be a short conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the idea... You know, for all the listeners, this has come out of um, this podcast has come out of a lot of conversations over a couple of year span between Tommy and I. Um, but the original idea of the greenhouse effect, it actually came from uh, an experience I had during college, where there were a couple summers I worked at a industrial sized greenhouse, like an actual green, an actual greenhouse. Wow! Um, and if you can picture. This this ain't no little like garden in your backyard. This is you walk in and it's football field sizes of, you know, just flowers and plants laid out. 
And it's kind of really beautiful because it's bright and vibrant and uh, you can just see so far. And um, this was a hard job too. I mean, for anyone who hasn't like sweat and bled in a, in a, a job like this, you know, um, you did hard work every day. And I think it wasn't until after um, a whole summer of working at this place every day Uh, I got really reflective and I was thinking about, man, it's crazy. Every day we come in and we work really hard and these plants are just growing and thriving and they're beautiful, but we never actually worked much on the plants themselves. It's, It's like every day we would come in and put our work into the environment, you know, all the factors, the soil, the sunlight, the humidity, <clears throat> all of the different environmental variables or the, quote, culture, if you will, of of the place the plants were growing in. Wow. It's so, so it's really cool. So how does that relate to anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how does that relate to this idea of growing as a person, as an individual? Uh, I mean, I think we can kind of begin to see, but flesh that out a little, little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, that's how it translates because, like you mentioned, we're talking about on this podcast, how can you personally you know, grow and make a greater impact. And then collectively as groups of people, um, how do we create, uh, grow and create a bigger impact? And so what I noticed at this greenhouse, the principle applies in our lives and organizations as well. If you create the right environment, the right culture, the right um, kind of variables, then growth happens almost like automatically all on its own. And just like those plants where we just, created the right environment and they grew naturally. Same thing goes in our lives and in our organizations and families. If you can create um, a rich, good environment, then then the growth can happen almost all on its own, almost automatically. Um, and so I think as we've gotten into this topic more and more, we've talked about specific, a, a couple of specific um almost break it into two different distinct parts of that environment. So there's the soil, which is the world inside of us. And there is um, the environment, which is the world around us. Well, and I, I love that um, that distinction kind of between the, the external and the internal environment and how that kind of relates to uh, the soil and the, the rest of the environment. Because something we've we've talked about this at different times uh just amongst ourselves that I've seen is that so much of what we read and hear about in the area of personal growth it it tends to either focus all on the inside as if you know the only inhibition towards growth is, you know, you yourself, or it focuses completely on the external and you just got to deal with the world and how it's messing you up. And it's not a one or the other. It's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. both. And if you don't give credence to each one of those, you're probably going to get frustrated really quickly. Right. And, and I think a natural question to that is, so then how do you, okay, I want to grow this way. I want to create the right soil and the right environment, but I don't control everything in my surroundings and, you know, in my life. So how do I do that? And I think that's a question that 
we want to address. You know, right? There, you, no, you don't control everything, but there are things you can do to get intentional and, and really right. try to take steps forward. Well, the other thing I really like about this kind of concept and this visual, even guiding us through this podcast, is that so often we focus actually on the seed. We focus on the exact thing. And so I think of um, the desire to be happy in life or something like that. And we think, well, you know, I just need to grit my teeth and so I can be happy. And yet it doesn't really work out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and so that kind of brings up a second main point, which is that, um, you know, we all want to be happy. We all want to have greater fulfillment in life. And probably most most of us, if we're honest, want to also contribute more and have a, gr- a greater impact in our life. And so if we want to be happy, you know, we need to realize that that's the byproduct of other things, not the end in itself. So you don't just grit your teeth, like you said, and be happy. <laughs> you don't yeah. just wake up and say, I'm going to be happier today. Yes, sometimes there is that um, intention you put forward. But for the most part, happiness, fulfillment, impact, it's the natural result of other things that you're cultivating in your life. Right. And we could point out all sorts of other examples. Uh, you know, if, if you, for, for a married couple, you know, it doesn't just work to say, well, I just want a better marriage. Well, you, you need to do the things. You need to create the environment and the culture, both internally and externally, where a marriage can thrive. Mm-hmm. And there are very specific types of things. But too many people are just frustrated that they don't have better marriages and that they can't just sit there and grit their teeth and yeah. have a better marriage right. or that you can't have a better work situation. So the the analogy kind of carries through to so many areas of life where we want something and we focus on that when and we ignore the culture both internally and externally around it that are actually the the core of the problem right yeah we like to call it both organizational culture which is more of a common topic these days but also personal culture yeah. And, and you know, yeah, you're right. If someone, so when I was working at that greenhouse, I mean, it's, it's almost not even funny. It's so crazy to think that I would just walk in and start yelling at the plants every day, you know, like grow, right. grow faster. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, if someone was just trying really hard to grow the plants, it doesn't make any sense. And yet in our lives, that's so often how we, how we go after it. Well, and then if you take that, that greenhouse analogy a little bit further, uh, nobody would think of taking you know, a plant and planting it in frozen tundra. You'd sit there and go, well, of course it's not going to grow. Look at the, look at the soil that right. it's in right. or the environment, you know. So you, you look at those things and you go, well, we naturally understand that you have to be in the right environment and you have to have the right kind of soil for something to grow. But yet we don't necessarily translate that into our own lives and to what's not working and where we're getting stuck in life. Right. And I think, Tommy, that's what hits on the heart behind this podcast, because you and I have both lived and and successfully done a lot of this greenhouse living, but we're also still works in progress and always trying to grow and develop more. And so I think both between our conversations and guests that we have on, we just want to share different people's journey with this because it's ongoing. And if we can hear different people's journeys, hopefully, you know, 
you listening can can glean something from different people's experiences. Uh, that's that's so totally true. I mean, it is all about never, you know, continually growing and, you know, whatever stage of life and we're, we're different decades between us. And, you know, what's so much fun as we've talked over these years is we both get so jazzed about <laughs> growing yeah. at, at, at our particular stages in life. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's always about that. I want to actually just read something you wrote, Tommy, because I think this fits in well here. And it's that when we're living in our sweet spot, a life of purpose, we tend to be happy as a result of that. Um, When we're in healthy, strong relationships, we tend to be happy. When we're living in sync with our core values, we tend to be happy. And so again, I just want to emphasize the point that, you know, you don't just wake up and try really hard to be happy. It's a byproduct of these other things that you're cultivating in your life, your practices, your relationships, your mindsets, and that stuff over time starts to just grow happiness like, you know, apples on the tree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I think that that we're both committed to and, and it'd be great as we hear other people's stories and all this is um, not just talking conceptually, but talking very, very practically about the types of things that will work so that we come up, you know, with very clear ideas. We will end each podcast with a key takeaway, something that you can actually try and put into practice. So I think particularly when we're talking about a concept as as broad as a greenhouse effect and this internal and external cultures in our life, what what are some a few practical um, applications for right. this? Well, you know, you'll hear us over and over again talking about this idea of sweet spot and both identifying elements of your sweet spot and how you're wired, but also living them out. So that's a concept we'll keep coming back to. But I think for today, some practical ways to do this. Um, there's there's three uh, right off the top. One is living reflectively. Mm-hmm. Another is living intentionally. And a third is living relationally. And I think these three things encapsulate a lot of the ways that you can just really practically take steps forward in this. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about those a little bit, Tommy? Yeah. um, This is something that I treasure a lot myself because I've I've learned that there's there's a necessary um, balance to life that that must happen. And if we're living... um, reactively, mm-hmm. then we're basically not in control. So I've, I've always tried to practice being uh, a highly reflective person, which is, I think, the first step towards being an intentional person. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you can't be intentional if you first haven't thought about things. So learning to be and to live in a regular rhythm of being reflective mm-hmm. and then out of that, a regular rhythm of being intentional about where you're going and how you're growing and what you're choosing to invest your time in and your money in and your uh, your life in. That's uh, that's just so fundamental to a good life. And I think along with that, and and particularly with uh, with more age, this has just become more and more evident that uh, 
the good life is a relational life. Mm. You know, at, at some point down the line, you begin to realize that the things and the accumulations are fine, nothing wrong with them. They can create some enjoyment, but they don't create joy. Yeah. You know, and they don't create real life. And that real life is found in relational living. Uh, and that's both your family and your friends and those around you, the communities. And so, you know, it's so often, you know, you talk about the environment. The environment around us moves so fast. The environment around us says that you invest your life in your in your career and in your you know sixty eighty hours a week. And my experience is that that will end up coming up empty. Mm-hmm. So the environment that we're talking about is one that is reflective, intentional, and that should always work out to be something that is highly relational. Yeah. I mean, all I can respond to that is I think this is exactly why we need an entire podcast to address this. It's it's huge. It's a huge topic. And I love that for people like you and I, I mean, I'm the first to admit I fall into that, that, that struggle you're talking about. It's a daily thing because I'm very driven to want to, um, you know, in terms of business and career, wanting to, um, you know, make things happen, get things done, achieve. And there's nothing bad about that. And But that's almost even more so why we are out here talking about this because, um, you know, for people like us, even more so is it important to, uh, to balance life in that way. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we will get, you know, very practical down to the level of the place technology should play in our lives and, and how we would manage this within our families and the place of work in our lives and how we can both be more productive without just running at a faster and faster speed. So we're going to try to get, you know, really down into the weeds with these kinds of discussion. Uh, no pun intended. Weeds, greenhouse. Uh, so, <laughs> but it'll be great. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to pull out those weeds. We'll pull out, out some of, weeds. Yeah, Boom. yeah. Another metaphor. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, th- that'll be exciting, and it's like this is just kind of launches it, and and I love that. Hopefully, over over the weeks and weeks that are in front of us, we're going to keep this uh, this metaphor this life metaphor of the greenhouse in front of us and that we will constantly look to balance both the external culture and the pressures that that external culture is putting on us and what is going on inside of us that is allowing that to have that kind of impact on us. And when we can balance and and face those things, then I think that's the place that growth can really happen. Boom. So if you can't tell already, um, we are incredibly passionate about this topic. Um, we have a lot to say. We want, we just invite you to come along on the journey. And, you know, if anything in this is piquing your interest, uh, please follow along, listen, tell a friend about it. We want to help you grow. We want to share our own stories and, and struggles and wins. And, you know, like we talked about today, just create the environment in our life in relationships where growth can happen automatically. Great. So uh, as we've uh, 
promised in getting this going, we're going to end each week with a key takeaway. Uh, something that if you want to sum it down to something that you can take away and go do right now, what would you say is a, a key takeaway from this? Okay. Well, here's today's. And I think a lot of you probably be hearing this um, around the holidays. So it's a good time to carve out some space for reflection. I want you to identify just one thing in your life that you feel like is is choking choking life from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that's kind of uh, one of those drainers or one of those um, life chokers and begin to think about how you can address that one issue. Great. And I love, I love the thought of that key takeaway of don't try to figure out all of life. Don't try right. to figure out, you know, the 30 different places that you're all broken and things aren't working and, and figure out how to fix it all. Just, just, Get one clear idea of something that's not working in your life that that you do feel like is choking life out of you that that uh, is hurting you. Identify that one thing, even write it down, and then begin to think reflectively, intentionally about how you might begin to address that idea. So, great takeaway. Here at the Greenhouse Effect, we are big fans of our friends at Belay Solutions. They are a company that provides virtual assistants and bookkeepers and social media managers. We want to give you a taste of what it's like to work with Belay from one of their clients. His name is Dave Richards, the CEO and lead coach for Elite Performance Associates. Belay saved me. When I was focused on growing my business, you know, I can think of recently um, I was working with a high profile, uh, you know, federal government agency on a conference for them. And it had a lot of moving parts. You know, my VA allowed me to confidently let go of all of those things and just focus solely on preparing content and delivering a high value program to the client. Belay follows up with me. How can I give more this constant prodding of you know, how do you, how can we help you more? How can we pull more from your plate so that you can do, you know, what you're meant to do and what you're best at? If you resonate with any of this and you want more information, we have partnered with Belay to offer $200 off of your startup costs. And if you want to learn more about that or have a free consultation with a member of the Belay team, just click the link in the show notes or go to belaysolutions.com backslash next step. Tommy, what's today's book recommendation? Uh, so this is a book I read a, a, a few years ago uh, by Tom Rath called Wellbeing. Uh, Tom Rath is uh, the architect of Strengths Finders. Um, so he's a, he's an interesting guy, and he does a lot of this in partnership with uh, Gallup. But the idea of well-being is kind of a, a scientific analysis of what are the the key elements in well-being. So well-being can almost be thought about as happiness, but it's something that's even a little bit beyond. It's some something like a 
combination of happiness and peace and joy and and things like that kind of encapsulated in that term well-being. So mm-hmm. he begins to look at what are the things, what are the ingredients that come about to create well-being in a person's life? So it's a, a good, interesting uh, read. So uh, give it a shot. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and come on, do us a favor. Leave a five-star review. It'll help others find the show too.